My name is Chloe Jean and I'm the founder of The Unconventional Way. I'm an energetics and manifestation mentor for ambitious female. I teach you how to use advanced psychology and the science of manifestation to create a personal and professional life you are obsessed about. This podcast is for the high achieving women just like you who are looking for the unconventional way to get the results you desire. What is your relationship like with your dad? How was your relationship with your dad growing up as a child, as a teenager, and then as a young adult and as an adult? And why is your relationship with your dad so important? How does it impact your life today? This is the episode. This is what we're going to talk about today. I am so excited to bring you this because my dad is actually here right now in Bali for a few weeks. <clears throat> he came here to travel. And so I'm currently spending some time with him in Ubud. And it has been such a healing trip for me and for my heart. And we've started this healing journey a couple of years ago now when I actually started my inner work, probably five years ago. And there was a lot of wound trauma that was related to my dad. And I started by doing this inner work. And this literally changed my whole entire life. And also what I've been experiencing now as a woman and in my relationship and in my career. So in spirituality, we call the relationship with our dad the success line. So how successful you feel and you are in your career is could be, you know, I don't want to be like so dramatic, but could be in relation to how you're experiencing the relationship with your dad or how, what you experienced growing up with your dad, basically. What you, ex what you saw from him growing up, how you felt in, re in his regards growing up, and how now you feel towards yourself and your career. A lot of time when, for example, like I consider myself like this, growing up, I was hyper independent. And it's because the model of the world in which I grew up was get your finger out of your ass and do the thing. And you don't need us. You can do it by yourself. You're a grown up woman, like do it. Even when I was a teenager, even like when I was young and uh, still as a, ch as a kid. And so it was so ingrained in my brain that, okay, so I get to support myself. Like, I don't need anyone else around me. To give you an example, my dad used to love telling us to go to school in our little bike, in our push bike. And sometime in the morning, he will take the bike and he will put the bike in the car and then drop the bike at home at school. Um, and then we will have to go back home pushing our bike, like run, run cycling on our bike. And it wasn't a big, you know, journey to get back home. It was probably like three, five kilometers maybe. But what I learned from this experience was, okay, so no one is going to pick you up from school. You got to go back home by yourself, regardless of if it's raining, regardless of if it's cold, regardless of if there's a lot of fucking wind in your face and, and you're freezing to death. You go back home by yourself and you're on your own. And so this mental um, experience that I had growing up was really taught me be self-sufficient, be independent, and you're going to be fine, which has been super helpful, right? Because I've been my own business by myself, 
you know, doing the hard things and pushing through no matter what. And it's been three years and, uh, you know, like I'm still here, right? Where a lot of people have probably given up at that at that point. So it was really helpful to learn this. And it also conditioned me to be hyper independent, a strong woman, don't show any emotion, blah, blah, blah. Right? The relationship that I had with my dad growing up was a really beautiful relationship. Like, I remember he was always saying to me, you're my favorite daughter. I love you. And I was, I'm the only daughter, obviously. <laughs> and... It was like a lot of love, but unconsciously. There was not much words or demonst- physical demonstration of love, physical affection, or words that were said. Like, we didn't really say, I love you. We didn't really express how we were feeling. Feeling growing up was a very uh, taboo <laughs> conversation. If you need to cry, you go in your room. Like, don't bother other people to cry in front of everyone or... It's going to be bothering for everyone else. So if you feel anything, you go back in your room and you cry. Obviously, that's perhaps not the intention of my parents. Of course, they didn't want that. But it's what I felt as a kid growing up. So growing up, therefore, I repressed a lot of feeling. I repressed my emotion. And I didn't know. I didn't feel like it was adequate for me to feel And to share about it or to express it, even worse, right? Yes, okay, you could feel, but if you're going to feel, feel it alone in your bedroom and don't bother other people with your feeling. I don't know if you guys resonate with this. I don't know, like, that's why, like, this episode is interesting for you to just reflect upon your own personal journey with your dad and what you've learned growing up with him. Because that will tell you a lot about yourself and perhaps also what I've noticed. So your father line is the success line. So how successful you will feel in your career and your business. And this is the part of the reason why you want to start looking and healing this relationship that you have with your dad. Because that is also conditioning, unconsciously conditioning how successful you can be and you, you want to be. And as I said, for example, with the relationship with my dad, it was success was important. Status was important in our family. My dad is a well-known doctor in nuclear waste, how to treat nuclear waste. Probably don't really know what he does still, but you know, in his field, he's really well known. He's written a couple of books. He's traveled the world and teaching conference all over the world. So he is well known in his industry. And the background of my family is we are engineer, right? We did an engineering school in France. And so my big brother did that. I did that. My little brother did that. So we have all the same exact curriculum and background, educational background. And so there was a lot of conditioning around this as well for me, where I was like, okay, I need to be successful. I need to do the same as he did. And so there was this hunger for success, this hunger for status, this hunger for being driven, for showing him, look, I am also successful and therefore I am allowed to receive your love. So there was a lot of conditional loving I felt on my side where I wanted him to be proud of me. I wanted him to show how successful I was and therefore could receive his love through the success or through um yeah what i could achieve so it was really through achievement that i was that i felt love 
And for, to give you another example, growing up as a kid and as a teenager, every single weekend, my dad would not stay at home and we would go for hiking. So it was always we need to achieve and go at the top of this mountain and, and really sweat until we make it to the top. And then when we go down, yes, you guys can have an ice cream. But first, you need to struggle your way up to the top of the mountain for six hours. And then when we come back down, you have, yes, you're allowed to have one ice cream. So it was the conditioning as well around pleasure and achievements. In order for you to have pleasure, you need to achieve something really hard. You need to overcome challenges. You need to push yourself beyond your limit. And then you can have a trait. So that was also like the good, <laughs> a good conditioning that I noticed as well as a pattern as well in my business where in order for me to feel like I deserve to relax, I needed first to push through. I needed first to achieve something really hard, to push myself beyond my limits. And then and only then I could have a treat. I could relax. I could take a day off. I could go for a massage. I could buy myself something. So it was this condition around receiving pleasure that first I had to go through a challenge or push through. Perhaps you resonate with this too. Perhaps you don't. That is okay. I'm just dropping things here for your subconscious to link stories to your own stories. So then you can find as well some uh, insights with the relationship that you have with your dad and how it perhaps has conditioned how you see the world and how you see success. Okay, so that was a lot of conditioning around this. Now, there's also a lot, like there's a lot of wound, right, in this story. And there's also a lot of power that came for me through this because, again, in my business, I was conditioned to succeed, right? There was no other way around because deep down I was craving the love, the success, uh, the um, admiration of my dad through my success. So it was, look, dad, look, dad, how successful I am so then I can be loved by you. I, I deserve then your love. The problem happened when last year I went through a big, big challenging year where I basically lost everything last year. I probably did an episode on this where I lost everything. My business went shit. I lost all my money. I lost my relationship, lost my house. It was dramatic, right? It was like a really tough year for me. The problem was when you have a challenge, you deal with it by yourself. You don't bother other people. How dare you bothering other people with your problem? If you have a problem, you go to your room, you cry, and then you come back with a solution. You know, growing up, that was how I felt. And so that's also what I replicated in last year where I hidden my problem from, from everyone. I did not say a thing to my ex-partner. I did not say a thing to my dad or to my family or to anyone else around me because of this unconscious programming. So I struggled by myself for seven months where I woke up with anxiety and it was like, it was tough. It was a tough year, guys. Went through this all by myself. And then I realized, wow, when my dad called me for my birthday, I burst into tears because he asked me, how are you? And I burst into tears because my nervous system couldn't handle the pressure anymore. And I just burst and I told him the whole thing, the whole story. And it was so lovely because he was there to support me and love me through this and help me as well financially. So I was like, I felt so loved and supported. But at the same time, da -da 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 -da, 
I also felt so much shame. I felt so much shame for asking for support, asking for help from him, because I was like, oh my God, this is such a failure. I'm 27, I should be far, I should be farther ahead, blah, 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 all the bullshit that I was telling myself. And so that felt really hard for me to ask for help because again, like conditioning was you struggle, but you overcome anything by yourself. You don't need anyone else. So that was a really healing moment at, for me, for my heart and for us within the relationship because I could open up to him. I could open up to him around my problem and how I was feeling. And that was such a beautiful conversation that we had. And he even booked me a session, a healing session with one of the, um, one of his coach for me because I knew if she could help me in that regard and help with my subconscious reprogramming. He booked me the session with her. And I was like, whoa, this is so nice. And through along the journey that I've been on within myself, like the healing, the self-development that I've been for five years, I never pushed anything on my family. I did all this inner work for myself. I never really said or share anything apart from, you know, my work that I share on Instagram. And my, my mom follows me. I think my brothers follows me as well. But... I've never pushed upon them the healing, ever. I did it for myself. And one of the beautiful things that happened through this was that my unconsciously, it created a ripple effect around me. My dad started his healing journey as well a few years ago. And we have had the most incredible conversation where he's also opening up about his relationship with his parents, the trauma that he went through, the wound that he carried in their relationship, in their marriage with my mom. And that has been such a beautiful healing journey that we're going on together where I'm also understanding more of who he is and why he behaved the way he did with us because of his own relationship with his dad. And apparently like there was a lot of um, tough love, tough love where, it, um, yeah, his family is military. My The family of my mom is also a military family. So it was really like this tough love, don't show your emotion, be the tough guy. And if you crave love, well, <laughs> find it in a woman or somewhere else, but not us. So I hope that my sharing is also opening up some doors for you, perhaps to go on this journey, find out how like you are interacting with your dad at the moment. Because also the important thing is not just because your dad, the relationship that you have with your dad is the success line, but also because it impacts your, your love life, your relationship, your romantic relationship that you have with men. Unconsciously, we recreate a lot the same pattern that we observe with our parents and how we receive love from our parents. And so <laughs> what it creates is it can also create relationship where you create the same wounds. You come from the same wounds or the same relation, uh, unconscious, subconscious programming patterns and you recreate this in your relationship. Again, for me, what happened with the relationship with my dad was proving i had i felt like i had to prove myself i have to sh i had to show him that i made it on the top of this fucking mountain after sweating for six hours on a saturday morning <laughs> to get to the top right so it was a lot through proving my achievement so through achievement and through proving that i had led myself to success 
that impacted my relationship, my romantic relationship, because I had this exact same pattern where I was unconsciously competing for the leadership within the relationship. I didn't want to be this sweet, soft, feminine woman. Mm -mm. No, what I wanted to be when I was in a love uh, romantic relationship was look how successful I am and I'm going to show to you that I'm not a burden for you. I'm not going to show you any emotion because I don't want you to feel you know, bored by my emotion. I want you to be proud of me and I will get your love by showing you my achievement and how tough I am as a woman. So that was the baseline of my previous relationship and therefore created what I call a bro <laughs> couple. So basically you create a young, young masculine, masculine relationship where you basically um, receive love through achievement, through success, through how proud your partner is of you or not. Uh, which doesn't really create much passion because there's no polarity. It's basically a young, young relationship where you have to constantly prove yourself, prove your worth, prove your through your achievements. So this doesn't go really far. As you know, my relationship broke up and it was a disaster, but at the same time so healing because I realized that I was in a bro relationship where everything was my about me and my achievement and my success so I can feel the love from my partner. So good realization. And uh, again, I hope through this episode, you can also perhaps see some patterns of yours that you have with your dad and in your romantic relationship. And the healing work that I have done around my feminine energy has been so healing. And I can really see the difference in my current relationship that I'm with with my, pa- with my boyfriend at the moment. And wow, that really blew my mind because he's super young. He has a lot of uh, masculine energy, but he's also super integrated in his yin energy, in his feminine energy. So he's been asking me a couple of times a day when we're together, how are you feeling? And he wants me to talk about my feeling, guys. What? And every time, so the first months with him to this question, I answer, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm really good. How are you? <laughs> because I didn't know anything else. We're like, what? Do you want me to talk about how I'm feeling? Do you want me to tell you that I'm feeling stressed, anxious, sad, depressed? What? Do you want to hear this? And for me, that was, that was new. That was really new. And I didn't know that what, that's what he wanted. And so now every time he's asking me how I'm feeling, I'm tuning into my body and it feels really hard still for me to be like, okay, wait, what am I feeling? Because I'm, my head wants to say that I'm good because it's such a deep program running, you know, since I'm two years old. So we're breaking this at the moment within the relationship, which is so beautiful. So I can be more in my feminine. I can tell him more about my feeling, what I'm experiencing in the world, what's happening in my, in my world as well. Because the, the vulnerability through emotion creates a deeper connection. This is what I've been experiencing. And this is why this episode is so important. It's because the, the, the more you can share vulnerably your heart, your emotion, and what you're really going through without needing to be the strong one, the tough one, the hyper-independent one, the deeper the connection you will create in your romantic relationship and with your friendship. 
and with your coach if you have a coach or you know any kind of relationship that you have so it's really important for us women to learn how to open up how to talk about how we feel because this is what our men actually crave they like if you're in a relationship with a man that is quite integrated in his young masculine energy he does not want another mate he does not want another bro he wants a woman he wants a feminine woman So that is perhaps also the journey that you're on. I'm inviting you, if you want more of this, more doing more of this healing work, to come inside the membership. This is the work that we're going to do in July. This is the deep work that we're going to go through together. So if you've been wanting to have more conversation around this, I'm inviting you to jump in the, ma in the membership. Or if you want more proximity, if you want more high-level coaching, come either inside of the Empress or private coaching. You basically have three options. Membership, the Empress Mastermind, or private coaching, depending on what you feel you want to plug in. And the investment points obviously is different. So that's it. That's this episode for today. I hope that felt you felt something. I hope you also perhaps got some insights on your own relationship with your dad and how you could also start this healing journey. I want to mention something before I go. Your dad does not have to be on this healing journey himself. Okay? I know that not everyone has their parents that does personal development. I'm grateful I have, but not perhaps you don't have this. And I want to tell you that this is a personal journey that you embark on. And you don't have to include your dad physically. Your dad will be included energetically anyway. And it will create ripple effect that goes beyond what we can comprehend. So if your dad isn't really part of this, the first step that you can do is perhaps write a letter, write something in your journal that you want, that you can keep to yourself. You don't even have to share with your dad. But this healing journey is about you. It's about your wound. It's about your trauma. It's about your subconscious reprogramming. And yes, your dad has played a role in it, but it doesn't have to mean that he has to be included in your healing journey at all. This is why, again, like if you want to do this work, We, do the, we will do this inside of the membership in July. So I'm really inviting you to join, to come. And so therefore your dad doesn't have to be included in this. You don't have to talk to him about it. If, that it, he, if you can't, if he's not in this journey or if he's not even present on earth anymore. Okay, so all this healing work can be done even without him being present physically. Whew, deep 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 conversation here i love this um send me a message if that resonated you can join me on instagram i send you so much love i love you thank you for being here share this episode perhaps with someone else that will need to hear this to heal their relationship with their dads and i love you that was you so soon bye